You've heard the story by now, right? There are layoffs happening everywhere. Companies are fighting for profitability, getting rid of unachievable growth targets. The labor market has cooled and hiring has frozen. It's a bad time to look out for new jobs. There aren't too many in the first place. It's a setback for many. But it's also a comeback for some. See, there are some who haven't been blindsided enough to see the silver lining. They're looking at this as an opportunity, as a time that'll dramatically propel their careers to another level. They're like the bubbles in a carbonated drink, waiting to rise to the top as the pour slows down. I'm sure everyone has those moments of doubt as to is it even a good option to stay and even if you are personally growing. Who are these people? Are they just employees or maybe even employers? In this episode of Cost to Company, I speak to three people. A journalist, a young employee at a major OTT platform and the community lead at Pepper Content to see how the hiring freeze has led to some interesting gaps that some are calling opportunities. Welcome to Cost to Company, a podcast around careers and workplaces by the Ken. I'm your host, Srivar. Now, we at CTC have covered layoffs in the past. But I wanted to get a sense of the after-effects of the hiring freeze. So I called Vanita. I'm, I'm very excited to do this. Vanita Bhatnagar covers careers and workplaces at the Ken, the organization that loves bringing you original podcasts like these, by the way. And recently did a story on startups which are hiring during the hiring freeze. The story is linked in the show notes and you should definitely check it out once you're done listening to this episode. I started with a data that was compiled by RazorX Payroll. That's the business banking platform of RazorPay. So they did a report that analyzed the payroll data from uh, October 2021 to September 2022 of about 25,000 employees across 1,000 Indian startups. And uh, as per their report, there were two very uh, startling data. One was that hiring of new permanent employees has dipped by 61% from last year, from last year, October 2021. And uh, the dip in the hiring is seen across seniority, with the CXO hiring noticing a massive normalization dropping by 93% since the last year. 93%, yeah. it's uh, Companies have hold breaks on hiring for senior roles right now. Unlike layoffs, which have a whole lot of brouhaha in the media, the hiring freeze is never really spelt out loud in most places. Senior hires in particular have been hampered, while juniors were not as badly affected. This has some second-order effects that we'll discuss in a bit. So even when people are applying for jobs, that has also substantially reduced. So uh, say, for instance, uh, earlier there were 40,000 active people who were applying. That has come down to 11,000 for October 2022. Okay, so not just hiring, but even applying for jobs are reduced. I thought people would be applying to jobs and hordes, grabbing onto the last glimmer of hope. The hiring freeze has led to 
not just the employers not hiring, but employees not applying even for jobs that were open. Why was this happening? Uh, so there are two reasons for it. What I got from my reporting, uh, one is that right now, uh, nobody wants to experiment in the current market. They rather want to stick with their existing jobs. So the people uh, now, now when I spoke to um, recruitment firms, they told me there are two types of talent. One who is always on the move, always looking for offers. Now, how they used to typically operate was till last year or early this year they would put their uh, no they, they would put their papers and while they are on their notice period they would shop in the market they would see what are the different offers available and whatever suits best fits best their interest they would hop for that this has completely changed for this year now what's happening uh, currently is that they would only accept an offer um first and then put their notice pa- uh, papers the, this trend is completely reversed. Now, when this happens, the entire hiring also slows down because say, for example, a company is looking for an immediate hiring and they would want to probably close the role within two to three weeks. But that's not possible if the candidate has a three-month notice period. So that way, the, the, the cycle also takes a way longer time. And the employee also has this hesitation that when they're constantly looking at layoffs from startups, they have this hesitation that uh, will that be a right time to work for startups? So a couple of these consultancy firms again told me that uh, there is a negative sentiment among applicants. Look at your own company. There were probably colleagues you had a word with a few months ago who wanted to really move out of the place. But now they're not really as excited about it. They want to stick around. They want to suss it out. And see, recruitment firms aren't the only ones who are seeing this trend. Whether we talk about Dunzo, Dream11 or Razorpay uh, and Coop, one thing that all these companies have seen changing is that now applicants are asking a lot of questions around the job role. Earlier, it would be earlier, the conversation were more restricted towards their compensation. Now that conversation has shifted towards the purpose of the role, how the role will change. Will that role grow over the period of time? So if company is planning to grow at a rate of X, how will my role grow within the company? So that's the shift that has happened because Employees are currently more conscious about that. Risk aversion. Playing it safe. Vanita told me that another reason why this was happening was because employees didn't want to fall prey to the last-in, first-out phenomena, where companies first lay off people who've been hired last. See, safety or risk aversion is obviously an important aspect. But what if there's a bigger picture? I spoke to one person who gave me some clarity. Let's find out more after the short break. Hello there. I'm Snegdha from the Ken's podcast team and I have some exciting news to share with you. We launched Daybreak, a brand new podcast from the Ken's newsroom just last week. Every week on Tuesdays, Wednesdays and Fridays, I am going to be telling you a business story that is significant, simple and powerful. A brand new episode of Daybreak on the e-rupee is out today. Please do check it out. You will find the show on Spotify, Apple and all other podcast platforms. 
and I would love to hear what you think of the show. So please do write to me with your feedback at daybreak, D-A-Y-B-R-E-A-K, at the rate theken.com, which is T-H-E hyphen K-E-N dot com. And now back to Costa Company with Shriver. But right now, of course, things don't look good because users have now started dropping because everyone's out there. Their life is coming back to normal. People don't have that much time anymore. Meet Piyush. He works at a popular OTT platform in Mumbai, which he joined not too long ago. This company recently went through optimization and internal reorganization, which as you must have figured out by now, is just a fancy way of saying layoffs. And they're currently in an unofficial hiring freeze. My job has, you could say, it's more on the uh, platform side compared to the content side. So my work has mostly been in ensuring that the platform keeps growing and the content finds the correct audience that it is intended for. And they're able to reach more and more audiences and get them to watch the shows. Now, in late 2022, Piyush is going through something interesting. Now that people in your organization are going to degrees, I have also felt that that my value has increased definitely because the, the amount of work that is to be done remains the same while the people have decreased. So every person has more responsibilities under the belt anyways, right? So your value does increase and all there will be more critical functions that will be under you and that has definitely been a good thing to have at a very young stage of my career. But yeah, I mean, there's no but actually the value definitely has increased. The hiring freeze has caused this stasis in the organization. As the number of employees have decreased or increased at a snail's pace, Piyush's value in the organization has increased. His responsibilities have increased. His self-worth to a large extent as well. Basically, the number of people in the org is inversely proportional to his value. How exactly? Sometimes you might be in, involved with top leadership on decisions, which is something that the previous situation might not have given you when there's a lot of more hierarchies in place and a lot more seniors to take your decisions. Right now, there's not many chances that are being put to your end. So you have to be good at what you do. For Piyush, along with the obvious factor of safety, it was this sense of forced opportunity that he was taking head on. He was getting more of a say in decisions, something that was not really happening a few months ago. It's like going to quota, right? No matter what happens, the conditions are such that you grow and succeed almost always. We are still looking for growth. There are roles and responsibilities that come up that need to be handled, right? And that's a very good opportunity for youngsters to go ahead and try to fulfill those responsibilities and get some learning under uh, that can really help them in their future careers. I wanted to dig deeper into what he meant by this though. I mean, how long can this inflated sense of value and this opportunity to grow really go? I mean, there's indeed situations where you, you can feel like, you know, that you're on a sinking ship and there's, there's only so much time left to survive. So I'm sure everyone has those moments of doubt as to is it even a good option to stay? And even if you are personally growing, is it a good choice to uh, stay on in a company that is probably not doing as well as it used to do a few years back. That can obviously be a very confusing position to be in. At his current gig, Piyush is finding comfort in discomfort. 
The water is muddy, but he wants to bloom into this proverbial lotus flower. Although he knows that the company might bring down the axe again, it's better than frantically switching base to a whole new work culture where nothing is fixed anyway. And he's not the only person who's taking things slow. So even in terms of my friends, I've seen people put in more effort and space their interviews out over a larger period of time and get themselves upskilled instead of earlier where it used to be just keep interviewing and just get in. The madness and the frenzy of applying to multiple jobs has slowed down. Vanita, my colleague from the Ken, had validated these points only a few minutes ago. People are more measured with their approach, be it with applying to outside jobs or sticking around in the current one. And how's he managing this on a day-to-day basis though? I, I think it's a balance really. So, I mean, of, of course, I'd like to grow, uh, but th- I would not like that to come at the expense of my work-life balance. But again, if you were to look at it uh, in a long-term uh, viewpoint, then probably you could say that youngsters can afford to sacrifice a bit of the work-life balance in order to get the learning while it's there. And maybe the balance can come in later stages of the career. Piyush told me that he didn't want to compromise his mental health and work-life balance. But the fact that you can go to rapidly was kind of tempting to resist. When I asked him whether or not the increase in roles and responsibilities had a direct impact on his compensation or promotion, he didn't really have a clear answer. See, employees are willing to go the extra mile to prove themselves, to make use of this opportunity that the hiring freeze has presented itself with. And companies are slowly but surely realizing that too. So what happens next? A lot of hiring these days, I think, happen through referrals. More than people applying on Nokri or LinkedIn and that inbound. Um, I think a lot of hiring these days is closed through referrals. That's Pawan Roshwani. He's the lead of community and partnerships at Pepper Content. Like Piyush, he's also based out of Mumbai, although he's a Punekar by heart. Among other things, Pepper Content is a marketplace, a platform that connects freelancers to various brands. Your Swiggy, your Cred, Axis Bank, the BFSI segment. And in fact, even recently, we started working with Adani and Government of India as well. Now, since Pepper works with a variety of brands, he told me that they were relatively safe from the recessionary trends, which is why they were still hiring for multiple roles across the board. Hiring had slowed down, but not really frozen. But see, their business development side is fine. Something more interesting is happening inside their workplace. We've called this shift like a 2.0 for us. So uh, last month when we did like a one-on-one like success meets, uh, we call this like Kunal 2.0, Yash 2.0. And what we are seeing that Yash will do in the coming few months and what Kunal will see, uh, what we'll, he'll do in the coming few months, apart from what he has already been doing. Um, so that's that's something that, that we are also currently like just, you know, it's it's a perspective shift. Uh, it's a change in, you know, perspective, how how you see yourself also in the team, in the organization, um, rather than just, you know, thinking about hiring freeze or all all of those, those things. And at the same time, we've also made sure that every team member has that confidence that such things are not going to happen for us. And in case we plan to do something like that, we would 
tell you in advance and you know make sure that you know you are well aware about it and i think that security every team member should have especially who's who's just a fresher or like a junior uh, person so i think that's that's few things that every startup every company every employer should also make sure that their employees feel safe and have that security wherever they are working so this 2.0 strategy is pavan and his team taking stock of the entire situation with a proactive approach although there are no signs of an imminent layoff pavan is conditioning his colleagues that they have to work harder align themselves to revenue centers and perhaps pick up a few other projects along the way too by giving his colleagues more accountability and ownership of tasks he wanted to mitigate the risks of any cracks that might develop in the future think of it like an audit this is great for employers because it helps them make decisions around low scoring performers and figure out where the fat is in an organization should they want to cut it in the future that was the overall strategy but what was the tactic they were following so we also made like a whimsical about decision making and a framework of decision making producers note whimsical is an online software where you can design flowcharts if this work leads to revenue prioritize it if this work doesn't lead to revenue deprioritize it um so let's say for example if the social media manager was focusing uh, on let's say linkedin and creating 30 posts in a month um and those 30 posts were leading to let's say whatever 300 inbounds uh, for us uh, we want to double down on that whereas if this person is spending 1 hour every day on twitter and we are not generating any inbounds or let's say prospect or revenue from this how can we deprioritize this and maybe just you know put it like instead of 1 hour 15 minutes in a day um so it's not more work for them it's just change of priorities uh for them and where they have to focus more in which direction uh and what that framework of prioritization would be for them so they would just be doing that 100% of work on an everyday basis but the amount of work that they were focusing on in which direction would let's say just shuffle i was kind of impressed yet slightly skeptical cut what's bad for you double down on what's good in many ways it's not just an opportunity for companies to become sharper and more focused but also employees within these companies because now they can say hey i drove x for you i deserve a promotion or i need some growth in my salary everybody has that understanding that okay we have to really outperform ourselves contribute and you know make sure what we are doing is uh, being part of the bigger picture and contributing to the bigger goals also so in general we have seen that uh, at least in my team we we are getting more efficient and productive and you know trying out newer things uh, for us and newer but I- you don't force them to work hard right like you don't no no no, no. no no we are not forcing them it's it's coming automatically from them and you know they they want to contribute more pavan admitted that most of this velocity was actually being fueled from the employees themselves more than a top down approach this 2.0 strategy of thinking about tasks and responsibilities was pretty much bottom up people wanted to do better people wanted to prove themselves in front of their managers leadership hiring was also at an all time low which monita found in her reportage so people wanted to make efforts to rise to the top but if so much is happening wouldn't there be some amount of churn as well 
so retention sort of has never been a problem for us like uh because we have very strong cultural ethics and uh programs for every employee right from when they join us uh it has never been like a problem as such for us like um every kind of leave that you might imagine that's there any any let's say you want to learn a course and you know uh go out for an event you want to participate and just for he took pride in pepper's culture which sounded great on paper but then i egged him on to see what it's like for pavan the individual not the community lead at pepper but as a human being as a corporate professional as to what his thoughts were around working during a hiring freeze i'm not going to look at uh, making a long term shift in the next few months uh, or just say two two years uh, i wouldn't want to shift to a completely new industry uh which i was thinking about uh in the past year i wouldn't name this organization but i was thinking about jump, jumping into the vc world uh would have been really sad decision for me if i would have done that uh, this year much like piyush from the ott platform whom we spoke a few minutes ago pawan himself was not too keen on looking at other opportunities although he did try almost unknowingly pawan has become what many of his subordinates are in the process of becoming accidental loyalists whether or not that's a good thing that'll take some time to figure but one thing is for sure the hiring freeze has led to opportunities where there weren't any to begin with in the first place at this point i wanted to quickly do a check in with vanita my colleague from the ken as to what her thoughts were around the hiring freeze and opportunities I think uh, this time is allowing both companies and employees to sort of recalibrate. Earlier what we have seen is that companies were also giving crazy hikes. They were giving um, insane amounts of joining bonuses, BMWs, all sort of uh, fancy things to get people on board. Now that would just typically uh, inflate the cost of hiring. And also sort of give like a, a and also sort of uh, makes it difficult for the employee to understand his exact value at work now now what this whole situation is doing is a it is helping employers also to get back to the uh, to the more realistic standard of hiring in terms of cost and similarly for the employees they are also able to understand that you know what for what roles would they really want to work for rather than just chasing money and it's not just hiring right as we saw in the case of piyush and pavan even in the day to day operations of companies times are changing see the hiring freeze in itself is quite terrible but it is an opportunity for some for some to grow to succeed to take on things they never knew they'd be capable of doing what are your thoughts around the hiring freeze Have you seen this trend in your organization too? I'd love to know your thoughts. I'm on LinkedIn and Twitter, and so is the Ken. I'll wait for your messages, and as always, stay tuned for the next episode. This episode was written, hosted, and produced by Shrivar Chotaria, with audio engineering by Rajiv C N. I'm Sneha Vakaria, and next week we're going to talk about HR. 
maybe you've noticed, maybe you haven't. But a lot of processes that we took for granted within HR have changed. There's now software for quicker, easier hiring. There's software for employee retention. There's now SaaS products that can file your taxes for you and SaaS products that can do your compliance for you. More products are entering the market. More products are being built. And the question we're left is, what does HR really look like now? What does HR of the future look like? That's next week on Cost to Company.